Happy Wednesday. I'm Greg. Welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up for Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. Just jump right into the readings today. They are Psalm 109, 109 rather, 1 through 20, Galatians 5, 7 through 26, Isaiah 47 through 49, 7. Now in Psalm 109, I'm trying to do 109, not 109, also a Psalm of David is full of angst because of slander and lies told about the psalmist. Character assassination can be a devastating situation. Today, in some ways, I guess that's what cancel culture is. And yet, we are to pray for them. As David writes, verse 4, I love them, but then they, they try to destroy me with accusations even as I'm praying for them. They repay, repay evil for good and hatred for my love. Hmm. Uh, speaking of cancel culture, those attacking, attacking David say, quote from verse 13, may his family name be blotted out in the next generation. So, yeah, that sounds like cancel culture to me, doesn't it? Blotting out the family name. May those curses become the Lord's punishment for my accusers who speak evil of me, is what David prays for. He, he does want justice, actually. So, sometimes when I read that sort of stuff, I realize it's like, uh, you know, the problems that we deal, out today, deal with today are, are in a lot of ways similar to what we have dealt with in our past. And that's why reading the Bible is great, because it gives us direction on how to deal with those problems. New Testament, we pick up the story in Galatians 5, verse 7. Paul tells the Galatians in verse 7, quote, You were running the race so well. Who held you back from following the truth? Now, have you ever started down your faith walk, but then paused or even reversed your direction based on what others might say? I know I have countless times in my life. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Probably didn't realize it at the time, but kind of beard, uh, uh, rather, um, you kind of bow down to peer pressure. But eventually, I learned that my faith is my own. You don't need to agree with me, but please don't try to discourage me. I mean, I'm happy to have a uh, an open discussion about it. But when it comes from the beginning of like discounting my belief just right out the gate, it's not a discussion. Anyway. Paul here is warning of believing in false teachings. He tells them in verse 13, quote, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up with this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, that one command is actually from Leviticus 19.18. We are to let the Holy Spirit guide our lives, Paul says. Now, if you don't, this is the opposite. Verse 19, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, we all have sinful natures, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. 
It goes on to say that anyone living that sort of life won't go on to inherit the kingdom of God. But living by the Spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I would say that if we examine our lives by measuring one of these groups against the other, we can judge just how well we are living by the Spirit. Now, if you really look at yourself and you have more items in the first group than the second group, if you're being honest with yourself, then maybe you need to work on your faith. And what better way to do it than to read the Word on a daily basis, right? Old Testament, we're in Isaiah 47. This is the prediction of Babylon's fall. Verse 1, for your days of sitting on a throne have ended. And then verse 5, never again will you be known as the queen of kingdoms. Now, God calls Babylon a pleasure-loving kingdom in verse 8. Could a connection then be drawn between kingdoms or countries that are pleasure-loving and their downfall? Remember, we just saw that excerpt from Letter to the Galatians about all of these pleasure-loving things that are sins. So I would think so. Before the Babylonians, verse 11, quote, a catastrophe will strike you suddenly, one for which you are not prepared. Now in Isaiah 48, God calls out Israel for calling themselves faithful, but not keeping their promises. Promises. The word for that is hypocrisy. God gave the Israelites plenty of warning, and yet God will not wipe them out. And he will use Cyrus to, quote, verse 14, put an end to the empire of Babylon and to destroy the Babylonian armies. But yet again, he says, if the Israelites, verse 18, quote, had listened to my commands, then you would have had peace flowing like a gentle river. Isaiah 49, I'm, I'm not sure here who is being spoken of, verse 1, the Lord called me before my birth. Who's he talking about? Is it Isaiah? Perhaps it's Cyrus, as this line evokes a similar line about carrying Cyrus before birth. Or could this be Jesus? Verse 6 says, quote, I will make you a light to the Gentiles, and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. So, I think you probably could make a case all around, but I'm thinking probably in that case, it was probably Cyrus. I don't know. We'll pick it up again tomorrow. Hope you have a wonderful day. And as always, my prayer for you is that you walk by the spirit today. Take care.